now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plain Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Uh, to help us kick off this edition of the big show this week, we have Tom Haynes from AOPA because he is fresh from the MBAA show, National uh, Business Aviation Association trade show. Big thing going on in Vegas. Uh, Tom, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Well, hey, I'm doing great, uh, Greg, Dennis. Good to talk with you guys. It's been a busy week in Las Vegas um, <clears throat> for the NBAA show. Yeah. And uh, really, really great to get together with people again and also to check out some of the great new and interesting products that are in the pipeline. Well, excellent. Now, first off, let's just get this uh, off the table. People did show up. This wasn't like a myth <laughs> or anything. It, it was uh, well attended. Uh, what, what What is your feeling about the whole uh, whole show thing going on in Vegas yeah, this week? Right. Well, it was great to, pe- to see people in three dimensions again. Right. Um, so, uh, but no, it, it was it was well attended. It's certainly not a record breaker, neither from uh, an attendee standpoint or from a, a number of exhibitor standpoint. The the exhibit hall definitely feels smaller than than a usual NBAA, although it's in an all new. Part of the convention center, so it um, it it also is a little different feeling than our previous times here in Las Vegas because uh, it, it is a whole new facility. So don't sure. always have the same perspective, but it definitely feels smaller from a footprint standpoint. Attendance is good, uh, however, good. there one thing it's uh, we're, we're, we're seeing is far fewer international uh, representatives being here. It, uh, many yeah. of them obviously have trouble uh, getting into the United States uh, as a result of COVID. So right. anyhow, that's that's definitely got a different feel to it, but good, good all in all. Yeah. and Well, and I assume in Vegas, I heard that at the conventions, they're, they're going on, they're taking, up, uh, you know, they're taking place and all that kind of thing, but uh, people are required to wear masks. Is that the case for uh, for that show too? No, not exactly. No, you have to. The only people who are allowed in the building are those who can demonstrate that they're vaccinated. So either via an app or by just showing your vaccination card. Um, and so once you're in the building, in most spaces at least, uh, you don't have or don't have to wear a mask. Oh, uh, okay. So well, I hate that. They, they, they work I, it. that. I think that's even better. I, you know, you can actually see people. That I kind of wondered right. about how that was going to go uh, this week. But okay, so you know, you would expect COVID to put a you know a little damper on things a little bit. But the people that were there, they showed up. They were excited. Uh, the vibe was good. That's uh, yeah. in a nutshell. Okay. So what did you see? What did what caught your eye? At the uh, at the big show this year, what do right. you think, Tom? Well, I th- I'd say the big news of the week was uh, an announcement by Honda Aircraft that they're introducing a new model of the Honda Jet called the Honda Jet 2600 Concept, and they're very careful to attach the word concept uh, to it right now because they they say they haven't made a decision to move forward on the project, even though they've spent tons of engineering uh, dollars and research on on this next airplane, which is quite a bit larger than the Honda jet they introduced back in 2015. Hmm. Um, in fact, uh, this airplane, rather than being uh, about a, a five uh, or seven seat airplane is, is 11 seats and um, flies at 47,000 feet, which is 
uh, about 6,000 feet higher than the the uh, smaller airplane, but also 450 knots. Uh, and interestingly, a 2,625 nautical mile range, which for a fairly small jet uh, is is significant. It's the first transcontinental single pilot jet. Wow. Uh, and so that uh, that's a pretty impressive number right there. So it'll be interesting to see whether and when they decide to move forward. They're not talking about what engines they're using yet or any price points because they say they're not able to do that until they decide to move fully forward on it. But they do have a mock-up here that they had a pretty dramatic unveiling at the show. Mm-hmm. And so it was interesting to, to watch that, see the crowd reaction. And um, if it's like when they introduced the previous Honda Jet back in, way back in 2005, um, they were kind of the same thing. They were looking for a reaction from the marketplace, and yeah. they got it pretty quickly. And I think it was by the end of 2005, after introducing it at Oshkosh 2005, so only about four or five months later, uh, they made the decision to move forward. So my guess is, given the reaction they got here at the show, they'll probably make that decision within the next few months as well. So what, what did they have a guy with a microphone monitoring the oohs and the ahs? Or, I mean, yeah. I don't know. What? Yeah, there wasn't an applause meter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's right. like an episode of The Voice or something or one of those type of shows. <laughs> right. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'll tell you, I've, I've been to some of those uh, premieres with Honda Jet, and they do uh, they put on quite a production when they do this kind of thing. So it, it, it's, it was pretty impressive, lights, uh, the whole thing, and, and they uh, kind of rolled out the red carpet for this thing and mm-hmm. everybody, right? Huh? Yeah, it was big. They had a big uh, tire to do. wall lifted up in front of us uh, with the full-size cabin mock-up or uh, actually a whole fuselage mock-up on it and uh, the uh, president ceo mr fujino was, was already on stage uh big uh, audio visual projections going on behind him and uh, it, was, it was quite a presentation yeah well there you go all right we'll have that to look forward to i, I like the size uh features of this uh, new honda jet there dennis sounds like i'd be right in uh, line with what we want for all our dive buddies you think i think mm-hmm. it would be perfect we just need to get keith's credit card and put a deposit down to show our interest right okay I, you know what we'll put a call into him we'll tell him about this here in just a bit and see if we can finagle that deal uh what else did you see at the nbaa show there in vegas there tom yeah, there were a couple of other airframe introductions were interesting. Cessna had a couple of uh, sort of upgrades to in their citation line to the M2 and also the XLS. But um, I think the other thing that's catching a lot of attention right now is this new Honeywell Anthem flight deck, which is a whole new cockpit um, configuration or new new type of cockpit that Honeywell's bringing forward for everything from um, you know uh, UAS airplanes, so urban air mobility, basically. You know the the uh, uh, a small aircraft be flying around in the urban areas all the way up through business jets and ultimately into airliners. And uh, it's, it's scalable and it's also cloud connected, which has kind of raised a lot of questions about what does that mean? Uh, basically it means that uh, you can do a lot of cockpit configuration from home using an app and uh, you push a button, send that to the cloud. And then when you fire up the airplane, it receives that data packet and configures the displays, brings in your flight plan and all that sort of thing, uh, right into the cockpit, and you're and you're pretty much ready to go. Wow. It also uh, allows third-party applications to be displayed on the multi-function display. So something like a ForeFlight, for example, which is a common flight planning app and electronic flight bag, mm-hmm. can uh, actually be played, if you will, on a multi-function display. And the beauty of that is that you can have all of these really updated and modern uh, features that happen like all the time with your with a fourth light, for example, on your iPad, it's like every week they're coming out with a new feature set. 
And you would be months and months and years before you get all of those new features into your certified avionics in your airplane. But because this uh, basically is using a browser-based system on the multifunction display, you can have those features now right before you in the cockpit without having to even have your iPad out. So it uh, brings a lot of interesting features. It also interacts with other apps that pilot use. Pilots use like, you know, windy.com for real-time winds and uh, also like National Weather Service uh, uh, weather you can bring up on those displays. And some of this assumes that you have a connection to the ground, which could be by satellite, could be by a cellular network, could be Wi-Fi if you're still on the ground. Uh, so you can have interactive things. But if you don't have any connectivity, then whatever the latest data was you had in front of you is what you're going to have until you get connectivity again. Got it. And that's from Honeywell, uh, who, by mm-hmm. the way, makes the thermostat in my uh, air conditioner <laughs> here at the studio. Right. Uh, same company. Uh, d- are they uh, working that into the cockpit, too, where you can, you know, hey, uh, it's a little too hot in here. Let me cool it yeah. down. Is that part of yeah. the system or maybe? Well, that'll be, ex- that'll be extra. Okay, you have to of go, course. To home, go to Home Depot and get that, and you just kind of you kind of wire that in yourself. Too. Well, wired, Golf, I don't know. Stream, yeah. Yeah, they'll probably figure out a way to make it wireless. Well, that's true. It'll, it'll pop be Bluetooth up on or something. browser yeah. or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, new toys, new technology. It just makes uh, things more fun. And uh, just cool to talk about uh, if you're an aviation enthusiast like us. Well, good stuff, Tom. Look forward to uh, more reports in the future. And we'll let you get back to your uh, stuff there at AOPA. Okay, my friend? All right, guys. Good talking. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter.
Airplane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hi, I'm Michael Goulian, aerobatic champion and airshow performer. You might have seen me in the Red Bull Air Race or in air shows around the country. You're listening to Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Now, here's my close personal friend, Greg, your co-pilot. All right, that was 20 bucks, right? 25 bucks. <laughs> it's time to fly. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That is me. Uh, 25 bucks lighter. Uh, right now, but hey, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Uh, Captain Dennis with me. Also, uh, Captain Tom, or I should say Tom from AOPA tapped out for another Captain Tom um, Mansker, who has uh, been with us last uh, few weeks, been joining us there, works at Velocity Aircraft, among many, many other things that he has in his repertoire of aviation stuff. Tom, how you doing, buddy? You good? All is good with you, but you, you do got to turn your mic on. But that's okay. See, he's kind of new to the biz, and he's working. Test, test, the, test, there you see. Now we got him. Come in, Captain Tom. We got him. I'm, okay. I am here. I am yeah, that, here. That's all right. We got him. But, hey, you know who we really have uh, that we haven't spoke to in a while? And that's Keith from Flight Training uh, Professionals. Cam Keith is with us on the phone. Uh, Keith, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well. You, doing you called well. in at the perfect time, Keith. Because, you know, we just had a nice little chat with Tom Haynes from AOPA. He was telling us about this newly uh, announced uh, Honda jet that's bigger, you know, badder, uh, you know, can carry more people uh, and uh, probably has a slightly higher price tag. So, you know, it's good I got you on the phone because I needed to ask you, what what is your uh, credit card limit again? Uh, well, it was just increased a little bit, yes. but I'm not going to give you the exact limit of it. Because <laughs> I know you will find it. Yeah, we will find it. That's right. We will find the limit, and we will try to uh, go right up to it. Because <laughs> I have a feeling, even though they haven't announced the price of this new Honda Jet, even though it's in concept, I have a feeling it's it's going to have a pretty hefty tag to it. You think, Dennis? Yeah. yeah, there's probably going to be a couple extra zeros on this one. Right. So uh, you got you to gotta do what you can there, Keith, to expand that credit card limit so we can uh, purchase what we need to purchase to keep this show uh, going strong. All right? All right. Well, I'll, I'll work on that because that is a pretty nice-looking airplane. So it is. I wouldn't mind um, having a look at that thing once they, once they get the prototype out. Right. Well, you know, they just have the mock-up there in uh, Vegas. That'll have to do for now, and you know. But I'll I'll give him a call, and I'll let him know we'd like to put a hold with your credit card on one of them when they first come off the line. Okay. All right. Well, as long as I get to fly it first, hey, I'm good with you, that. Before you do, okay, hey, we got hey, we got this on tape. Uh, make sure we mark the tape there for prosperity uh, or prosper. I don't know, one of those posterity. Yeah, one of those. Right. And uh, anyway, but uh, Keith, it has been a while. I know you've been really, really busy at Flight Training Professionals. Care to update uh, the passengers uh, checking in today and what you've been up to? Well, we've just been up to an awful lot of training. Uh, we've been getting busier and busier since the pandemic. Uh, seems to be yeah, winding down a little bit. You know, of course, Yeah. now they yeah. say it's going to be over by Thanksgiving. So no, uh, we'll really? Let's, yeah. let's hope that is the case. Yeah, uh, well... We'll, we'll see. They'll, they'll have another variant out by that time or something. Well, but, um, <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's um, it, it's been a, a good ride this summer. Uh, a little rough initially just because of the weather that we had this summer. Uh, yeah. Our storms here 
started early in the morning, nine, ten o'clock. It would last all day. But the last uh, four weeks or so, we've just had just beautiful, beautiful weather, and so it's been the the training has been escalating. Mm-hmm. So it's been great. Yeah. Well, you've been keeping your uh, staff busy as well as you managing the place there, flight training professionals. Uh, Tom Mansker's. You know, it's your son that works under Keith. Uh, is that right, Tom? That's true. That's he's uh, Andrew Mansker. He's been, he's been with flight training professionals now. Coming up on two two years. All right, and, and Keith, is he doing well? Or have you already uh, canned him? Well, I I haven't fired him yet today, but <laughs> okay. you know, no. <laughs> no, he's he's doing well. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You, so you guys are just cranking and, uh, and that kind of thing. Are you, do you got enough pilots in the pipeline to cover this whole mandate that happened this week with like Southwest pilots and, you know, shutting down half the flights that they were running? I mean, that's a mess. I mean, but, well, uh, you, you know. know, in, in all fairness, it wasn't really the pilots that shut it down. There was a lot of things that happened. Uh, primarily, uh, air traffic control in Jacksonville. Uh, was way, way down because they had so many sick calls. Yeah. Um, so that was one. They did have some pretty nasty weather out west that shut things down a little bit. Um, but then, you know, they do have some pilots that are saying, you know what, I'm not going to get this vaccine. Right. And uh, so, of course, the pilot group, the pilot union said, hey, we had nothing to do with this. So if it is anything, it's just individual pilots that are doing it. But I know a number of them that are saying, you know what, I'm done. I'll go find something else to do. And, hmm. you know, it's a great time to be a pilot because there's a tremendous amount of, of jobs out there for pilots because people are tired of the airlines and they're, they're getting rid of the airlines and going, you know what, I'm going to get my own airplane or I'm going to charter or do something. So it's really sparked a huge increase in our business uh, for people that are buying their own airplanes, even if they're not pilots and We'll be flying them for them and managing their aircraft for them, and uh, charter businesses are way up as well. So there's a lot of opportunities out there for pilots. No doubt. I mean, is it getting to the point where you're going to be able to, like, name your own price as far as, like, what you want to be paid? (laughs) Because uh, the pilot shortage was bad enough before this whole COVID thing, and now with the vaccine mandate, and there's talk that, you know, like you said, there's going to be some pilots that just don't want to do it and say, hey, it's an excuse to – Get out of the biz, and that's just going to open up more slots uh, in, in a situation where there's already too many open as it is. Are you are you thinking that way too, Keith, or what? Oh, ab- absolutely, and that's why flight training is is picking up so drastically because people are seeing that, and, and young people are going, you know, hey, here's my shot. I can get at this, and and I actually can get somewhere. And you know, even with the uh, major carriers, they're not going to be on reserve for the next twenty twenty five years. Uh, because they're going to move up quickly because there's going to be so many holes open. Yeah. So it's a good time to learn how to fly. Right. And if you want to come to Orlando, you can do it with flight training professionals, ftpros.com. Go to the website, contact Keith and the gang, uh, ask for Andrew to be your flight instructor. And then, I don't know, uh, maybe uh, Captain Tom will uh, would you give him a little bonus if they ask for your son. You think they're Tom or? Oh, absolutely. I think Keith should double his salary if they start asking for more. I wasn't going to put that. I was thinking that you'd uh, show him like a Velocity aircraft or something as a bonus. No, I'll stick with number one. Just keep double his salary. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, looking out for his son, not for himself. He's looking out for his son. I I, honestly, I just think uh, Tom's just following the lead that that we started at the beginning of this segment when we said, hey, expand your credit card limit. (laughs) So. You know, why not just pile on 
you know, Keith has plenty of money, plenty of time, and uh, why not take advantage of him while you can? Uh, but uh, whatever it takes, yeah, to expand the industry. But but the overall vibe is good, and, and I guess it's better the, to be busy than bored at flight training professionals, and that's what's going on right now, right, Keith? Absolutely. Yeah, well. we're definitely busy and getting busier all the time. And we're certainly not bored. Good. Well, rake in the big bucks because we're going to need yours, okay? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> all, right. all right. There you go. Captain Keith from Flight Training Professionals. we got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. This test today, it's important. I got it. I'm going to make you look good up there. Don't worry. Okay, now let's get these pants off. And fly some planes. I'm learning to fly around the clouds. But what goes up must come down. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, a co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis and Captain Tom. He works at uh, Velocity Aircraft, among many other things. As a, you know, he's a sit-in crew member here at Just Plane Radio. So he's evolving into that. I mean, he's kind of uh, moved from parasitic drag up to passenger. And now, I don't know, uh, what's uh, below a co-pilot, Dennis? Well, you got the flight engineer and then uh the navigator. If you want to go back into really, really old, you know, back into like 727 days. Right. Well, actually, too, you had the IRO, the International Relief Officer. Okay, I like that. He's the yeah, IRO. What? The IRO, India IRO. Romeo Oscar. The IRO. On any aircraft, on any of these flights, we have over eight hour flights. Like, say you're going from New York to Hong Kong or Asia or, or India, you have yeah. a, a relief crew member. He's your international relief officer. Okay, and is he usually uh, sitting in the jump seat there well, in the cockpit, usually, maybe? Or well, no? actually, like on a long flight, there'll be four of us in a cockpit. There'll be two. For the first eight hours, and then mm-hmm. we go in the back uh, snoozing for dollars during our break. <laughs> okay. Two IROs come up, and, and they take over while we're snoozing. All right. I like it. Yeah. He's an IRO. Why not? Yeah. Uh, IRO. He brought it up, so I think it's only appropriate we uh, give him that title. 
There you you, go. You seem to be okay with that. So, hey, just uh, call me anything you want. Just don't call me late for lunch. Okay, fair enough. All right, yeah, I like it. So, Captain Tom is our IRO. 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 I'll mess it up. Uh, He's our relief times. officer. Just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Relief officer. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you know we were talking about uh, the NBAA show. Some of the cool things we saw with uh, the Honda Jet and some of the other uh, things that might pop up, uh, you know, over the next few months in the the new year. Uh, there are some other uh, stories that are connected to that that we need to navigate through. Uh, business aviation is is cranking, not just because of the Honda Jet. Even you know I've, the need has been there; it's been overwhelming. I guess uh, that's the one segment of the economy that's just been cranking beyond belief. Is that true, uh, Dennis? Uh, that is very true. We're seeing it all across the board. Uh, BizJet companies are there's record low inventories, used jets for sale, new jets are being snapped up as fast as possible. Companies like NetJets just signed a hundred order jet with Embraer for for more airplanes for their fleet, mm-hmm. and they're also saying that they're not taking any more customers for its smaller aircraft because we don't have the aircraft for them. So it, that's fueling a whole new problem now called private jet rage. So private jet the, rage yeah it's what? a trifecta you know an uptick of travel by you know covid conscious wealthy people an uptick in suddenly wealthy people that can actually you know afford private travel mm-hmm. you know people that are wanting to fly those airplanes on their own and a shortage of the airplanes to put them in so it's putting a lot of pressure on this existing network that we've had uh, and what you're finding is it's a cascade of problems you know either you can't get that private jet flight or you can't get somebody to fly your jet if you're a, a business that owns one and is relying on contractors to fly them for you huh. or even worse catering is taking a hit catering. You know, can you imagine the disappointment when you order your custom catering and you can't get the uh, belvedere vodka and had to settle for gray goose you know that doesn't go <laughs> over well for those people right <laughs> Evidently, uh, so, I guess. And, and so that is what business jet rage is. is yes, like it, it's not quite as bad as we're seeing on the commercial side of things, you know, where, where flight attendants are getting punched in the teeth. But, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, in this case, they're like, oh, no, I can't have my favorite drink and cocktail. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, my day is ruined. I have to have Zephyr Hills water. What is the world coming to? Okay. It's a different level of rage, I guess, is yes. what you're describing. Uh Interesting. Well, uh, you, do you feel for him? Not really. <laughs> no. Don't. But, uh, I mean, I guess it, it can be inconvenient if it actually lends itself to not being able to get the uh, flight that you wanted. You know, the food thing might be, uh, I, think, I mean, you know, I don't know. You know, maybe it's uh, time to to move towards uh, peanut-only flights for the business class, you think? Well, I think if you're paying that kind of money, you know, for the premium of flying on a small jet, you know, and not having to deal with the hassles and crowds of the airlines, I think you are going to want something a little bit better than, you know, Sam's Club water and a pack of peanuts uh, for your flight. But, yeah. you know, well, but it's that is also stretching those catering companies. There's only so many p- companies that are, you know, set up to be able to provide those in-flight meals and things like that. And, yeah. and they're busy, too. Mm-hmm. And they probably have the same shortage of staff to be able to have, you know, increase their production. So right. it's a cascade all across the board. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. I have to see if any uh, of this business jet rage spills over into the news and you know causes like a ruckus in the skies with the uh, uh flight attendant right and they you know like uh some 
some rich guy punches somebody. I don't know. Then we'll know it's gone too far, but it doesn't sound like it's right uh, to that level. I'm guessing. No, it's not. It's more like, you know, they're, they're inconvenienced and complaining. Yeah. Hey, see what life sucks like the rest of us get used to it. It's maybe it's going to be people who are cheering for this type of thing. Uh, I, I got a bad feeling about, but no, I, don't know. I think they call it a first world problem. And it, you know, I, I guess we'll just leave it at that. Okay. We'll leave it at that. All right. But the, there's some other business jets coming online that I don't know. They're trying to fill the need. So this is down in South Florida, this new mega jet that's being, uh, I don't know, retrofitted to be a business jet, like a commercial. Uh, what, what is it, 767? Exactly. That's it's a, a huge-ass plane, isn't it? That's a, that's a, a wide body, yeah. you know, so a two-aisle type airliner. Uh, normally, they're taking, you know, several hundred passengers on, on one of those, but VIP completions out of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, just announced that they are going to be converting a 767 into a business jet, seating for 33 passengers and sleeping 16. Two galleys, conference rooms, showers, the whole bit. Now, I think you're maybe setting your sights a little bit low with the Honda jet for just plain radio. I think this would be more suiting your standards, wouldn't it? True, true. You know, I mean, I, I guess you're saying we'd be settling if we did I think the Honda just jet. a touch, yeah, I think the airliner would be a little bit more suitable. Well, I don't know. I'd have to, first of all, I gotta. Do I have sixteen friends? No, uh, but but no, you know, but you some of the rooms could go empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, uh, Captain Tom. Uh, was it a what what airplane did you fly for the commercial carriers? Was that a was that the seven sixty seven or what? Well, I when I start off, I've I've gone from the. 717, which is the old DC-9, yeah. the 727, 737, 757, 767, okay. 777, which I retired on. But uh, getting back to the business jets, uh, what uh, Dennison bring up is Boeing, the BBJ, the Boeing business jet. I mean, they got a backlog on two, and they're, they're the 737s that have been converted to like a 60-seat or 20-seat configuration. Yeah. They're, they're backlogged on them, too. And they're actually they even have orders for triple sevens, uh, especially over for the Mideast. They're backlogged on Boeing triple sevens as a, a Boeing business jet. Hmm. Well, what, I mean, is someone going to buy this or will they charter it out, Dennis? That one no, down this in is South actually Florida. being produced for a customer. So yeah. they, they And that the customer airplane. is who? Uh, the richest man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably somebody that would own a space company. Probably, I'm guessing guess, uh, the same person that was bitching about the fact that it wasn't Zephyr Hills and uh, Costco Bell, water vodka versus Grey Goose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that would that would be nice to have a you know uh, basically that it's like your own Air Force One. It's probably nicer than Air Force One, isn't it? It probably. I mean, it comes equipped with an 80 inch video monitor and a DJ station and auto audio file caliber sound system so it sounds like it's our studio is being set up for i tell you what it's they ought to just sell nights in the sky you know it sounds like a fancy hotel in the sky yeah they ought to just rent it out you know by the flight like that could they do that yeah they could but it costs way too much we'd have to get an extension on key's credit card again never ends more coming up on just plane radio Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. They might tell you you're on a non-stop flight. <laughs> well, I don't think I care for that. No, I insist that my flight stop. Preferably at an airport. It's those sudden unscheduled cornfield and housing development stops that seem to interrupt the flow of my day. So fly with me. Yeah, fly with me. 30,000 in the skies where you trying to be. I can take you to a place that is so exclusive. It's a view that only me, you, and the pilot see. As the this is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis and Captain Tom as well, rounding out the crew. He's our ORI. Is there a R-R-O-I? I-R-O, the relief yeah. <laughs> officer. Uh, return on investment, Is it right? No, international no. relief officer. Yes, that's what I meant. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a couple little news nuggets to share with our passengers to keep them informed and just uh, mildly amused since they're aviation enthusiasts like us. Okay, so one of them involves, well, a, a nosy passenger, and this happens, you know, Probably more than often than uh, we realize, but this one definitely made the news. And it involved a guy who was on a plane, and, you know, the the other passenger who turned him in was, thought they were doing the right thing because it, he looked suspicious. So I'll let you take it from there, Dennis. What was he doing? Well, it made the news because they evacuated the airplane on the taxiway at LaGuardia last weekend. I mean, mm. that's a big deal. You yeah. know, fire departments out, people are hitting the slides. You know, it's a fun day at the airport. Right. But, uh, you know, once the guy hits the slide, he was tackled by two firemen and taken into custody by the police department, interrogated for several hours. And, you know, that that's all you heard in the news until just, you know, now this week. And it turns out after the investigation, all the guy had been doing was looking at uh, vintage cameras. He was, you know, a photography buff. And so he was looking at some websites on vintage cameras and the lady next to him thought that he was looking at bomb making sites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the nosy neighbor gets uh, the airplane evacuated and uh, tackled to the pavement and arrested. And well, that, that has to be just no fun. There's, there's just another reason to go fly by yourself. Right. I'll go take the Mooney and not have to deal with a, with a passenger sitting next to me, wondering what I'm looking at on the web. Yeah. I mean, another reason to fly general aviation, you don't have to worry about that kind of thing, but, uh, but I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you got to self-censor these days, I guess, and be careful. You're not uh, looking at something that uh, could be construed to be, you know, concerning to the person next to you i guess right it's a camera it, yeah but it I looks mean, what like what would a- happen greg if you had your scuba jet uh underwater propulsion device on you know it's a a uh about the hickory size farm of sausage uh, yeah it looks like know, a hickory farm smoke with sausage batteries and wires on it that that's got to raise some concern too you it know it's like a mini torpedo exactly well you know i'm smart enough to know that uh when i was flying on september 11th not to take it with me because <laughs> i was like hey you ever need a cavity search here's what you do uh bring one of these along so i didn't do it that day because i was flying on september 11th i was like no nah, i'm smarter than that and now it is you know i i can fly with this but i i know if i ever did i'd have to put it in my check bags make sure it wasn't connected to me personally you know if they look at the bag and flag it you know they'll call you over and like hey what the hell's in your bag and then you can explain it to them 
But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you got to use a little common sense in that regard. I, I think in that scenario, it's much more understandable just because of the shape of the, uh, the, the diver propulsion vehicle that you bring up. But as far as looking at something on your computer, you know, I, I thought you only had to be concerned about surfing the porn sites for, for crying out loud. I never <laughs> thought that, uh, you know, an old time camera would, uh, create a red flag. And next thing you know, you're being tackled by, uh, Homeland Security people and stuff. That's uh, that's a bit of a mess. Now, I wonder the person that turned them in, though, how they feel knowing that they totally screwed up. <laughs> Is there any kind of like backlash against them, you think? Or well, other than- I'm sure that Karen will probably continue to <laughs> go on doing the same thing again and again. Right. Uh, I don't know. She was right, and she would rather be overly cautious and you know not have something bad happen. So. Okay. Yeah, well, a false alarm, which is good, but I still feel bad for the guy. Oh, I feel terrible for the guy, though. I would not want to put anybody through that. That's got to just suck, being yes. you know interrogated for hours after being tackled by a couple burly firemen. Yeah, no hmm. thanks. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I had a similar, uh, I had a similar uh, example a couple years ago on my own flight. Really? So you had a passenger that... Uh, Raise some eyebrows and created a stink on the on well, the flight. We, we're or coming from uh, we're coming from Narita, uh, Tokyo, yeah. coming to uh, New York, and we had a student back in coach. He was going to one of our universities over here in New Jersey, yeah, very prestigious university, a software developer. He had three laptops in in front of him, and he was developing some software for a video game. You know, uh, you know, and one of them happened to have it looked like a bomb, and it was counting down. You know, sixty. Oh, boy. 59. Right. So we, have, we have a lady gets up and she's a, she's a, she's in the aisle over there, comes up, tells my flight, says, we got a guy over here. He's got, you know, he's got some kind of device over here. And, uh, and actually one of my flight attendants at the time kind of overreacted too. And they, they come up in a uh, cockpit and say, Hey, we, this guy's got a device and he is counting down. And, uh, so I sent back my IRO. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and, and he went back and talked to the guy, and it turns out he developed software for video games. You know, the uh, Grand Slam and some of these, you know, shoot 'em up type games. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he got all upset. He was all upset too because here he's coming over to the United States, and you know, he's afraid he's going to get met by security all of a sudden. And he, you know, he he's got this free ride to this university, and that's the last thing that he needs to be incarcerated when we land in Newark. So he was all upset. The passengers are all upset. Yeah. I mean, heck, we're I'm just I'm just about over to North Pole getting ready to head back into the continental United States and we got all this ruckus going on. Right. It was, it was kind of crazy there for about 45 minutes. And finally, uh the IRO came back into the cockpit. I went back and sat next to the guy. We I brought him up to first class and we we had a nice long chat for yeah. oh, about 25, 30 minutes. And he's just a you know, just an 18-year-old kid. Uh you know, just really sim. He's working three computers at one time. He's developing software, and right. he was just doing what he always does. And he's just happy to come to America. And uh, but but Karen, you know, over <laughs> in the right seat, just saw this thing counting down. Yeah, and she got all frazzled and got everybody all kind of worked up. So it it, it does happen, right? So I mean, what did you do? You brought him up to first class, gave him some, you know, warm roasted uh, almonds or something, and and then he was like, he calmed down, or did you well, have actually, to inject him with some booze? Actually, we kind of did. We, you know, since this Karen was so upset over seeing him here, we did. We had a couple seats in first class. 
brought him up to first class. He had more room to work with his three laptops. Yeah. You know, I felt bad for the kid. I mean, he, he yeah, was going to take notes on wrong. this. Yeah. I'm and, just thinking I, I usually bring at least two iPads. And so I, I think I need to up my game if I yeah. want a free upgrade to first class. We might, might, you might have just uncovered a new scam we can take advantage of there, Tom. Would that yeah, work? It worked out good because we brought him up front. We gave him a, he gave him a first uh, class seat. Yeah. Uh, we brought him an ice cream sundae and uh, we gave him some uh, you know, warm nuts. First, I mean, yeah, we did have warm nuts and hot chocolate. And <laughs> he was right. very appreciative. And, okay. and we got off from the airplane and everybody was happy. Yeah. I'm not sure about Karen, but the uh, <laughs> couple people. They're never happy. Ever, yeah. I mean, we had a couple people when we cleared customs from the university. I mean, obviously, this guy was. You know, super brainiac. I mean, he yeah. was just, he met by two guys from, from Princeton and they came in milk and we explained everything to them when they saw. So it worked out good for short story long. It worked out good. But again, the nosy passenger, just, you know, just stick to reading your, your, uh, your magazine or your, your book and just don't pay attention to what everybody else is doing. Well, there you go. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, they tell you you're supposed to, you know, if you see something, say something, though. So on that side of the coin, I, I can understand why, you know, they would uh, raise, you know, raise a question about things. But I think it's only fair that if you instigate such a thing and it's a total fo- false, false alarm and you've overreacted, that uh, you should be subjected to what you just subjected the person to so if they had to you know be wrestled by a couple big burly guys and potentially get a cavity search hey you know it's only fair isn't it well i'm I'm gonna leave that one alone okay we'll just yeah yeah and on that note uh, remember there's no better high than learning learning to fly. fly Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.